Hello, juniors. If you chose to learn about Watergate, you have come to the right podcast. You should be on slide number 25. You should also have already filled out your assignment or your attendance form for today that's linked on slide number 18. If you haven't, please make sure you've done that. And then you're flipping to slide number 26. All right, so in order to have an idea of what the heck is going on with Watergate, I need you to take a few notes so that you have a little bit of background for what's going on with Watergate. Right, so Watergate centers around one person, Richard Nixon. Right, Richard Nixon is a bit of a unique animal in American history and American politics because in 1960, Richard Nixon lost the presidential election to John F. Kennedy, right? and people thought, oh, well, he's probably not going to be back, but he lucked out and got a second chance at running for president later in the 60s, and it's somewhat accepted that he may have meddled in some foreign affairs in order to try and help himself win the presidential election in 1968. Okay, so um, already, Richard Nixon, slightly sketchy, right? but unlike our previous president, our recent previous president, um, Richard Nixon was a little bit sketchy because he really wanted to do the job of president as opposed to protect himself. All right. He was sketchy in order to actually try and do the job of president. All right. And so in 1972, Richard Nixon was running for re-election to get a second term as president of the United States. And in June of that year, it was somewhat of a big deal that um, five people broke into the Democratic National Committee headquarters in Washington, D.C. They were trying to wiretap the headquarters and steal Democratic campaign documents. Why is this a big deal? Because Richard Nixon was a Republican, right? And as I told you, sketchy alarm bells are probably going off for you now, right? So in November of that year, Richard Nixon won the election in a landslide. He won 49 of 50 states, okay? Um, so... Did he need to cheat to win re-election? Probably not. Okay. And why that's a big deal is because he got found out. In 1973, the U.S. Senate started investigating the Watergate break-in. Oh, I forgot to tell you. The reason it's called Watergate is because the Democratic National Committee headquarters in D.C. were located at the Watergate Hotel. Right, this is why it's called Watergate. Right, so the Senate started investigating it, the break-in, and whether or not it was tied to the president. Because Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein started reporting that maybe there were some ties there. Right, and so in the summer of 1973, there were Senate hearings on the Watergate break-in. And one of the witnesses in the Senate hearings admitted that every single conversation in Richard Nixon's White House was being taped and recorded. 
Okay, so everything ever said by the president was recorded somewhere, somehow. All right. Um, this was a bit of vanity gone wrong for Richard Nixon. All right. Um, so the Senate and prosecutors subpoenaed those tapes. And uh, Richard Nixon said, oh, no, you can't have them because they're protected by executive privilege. They have to do with national security and all that. And if we release them, you know, our country's going to be at grave risk. And uh, so the prosecutor sued and the case fast tracked itself all the way to the Supreme Court. Right? This was problematic for Nixon. So in October of 1973, he attempted to fire the lead prosecutor investigating him, but no one wanted to carry out that order because, again, firing the person investigating you, sketchy. And so he's forced to fire multiple people who refused to carry out that order until he found someone who would actually do it. And this mass firing of people is called the Saturday Night Massacre because it happened on Saturday night. And then... Several months later, we've skipped ahead to July of 1974, the Supreme Court heard the case where the prosecutors were trying to get their hands on the tapes from Nixon's White House, and uh, the Supreme Court ordered Richard Nixon to release the tapes, and the tapes proved that Nixon had been involved in the break-in at the Watergate Hotel and the cover-up, right? So... Big problem for Nixon. Uh, the Senate was like, well, you clearly broke a bunch of laws, so we're going to impeach you. But rather than face the impeachment trial where he was going to be convicted and removed from office, Nixon resigned because he tried to cheat in an election he was probably going to win. Right? So he resigned. This is a difference between Nixon and current president or sorry, not current president, uh, for our former president from recently, Donald Trump, right? uh, Nixon was willing to resign when it was clear he had done wrong. Right? So what I'm going to ask you guys to do is actually compare Watergate to the present day. Right? The ac accusations that against Donald Trump that he attempted to cheat in the election in order to win. Right? I know there's even more recent stuff about Donald Trump accusing everyone else of cheating and there's big, big fraud and all of that. Uh, not any good stuff comparing Watergate to that yet. Right? This is comparing Donald, comparing Watergate to Donald Trump's first impeachment. Okay. Fill out the diagram, Venn diagram provided for you. That shouldn't take you more than 15 to 30 minutes. On slide number 27 is the article. Here's also the lesson question for Watergate. Please uh, make sure you copy and paste it into your essential and skill questions and answer it. If this was your last choice, once you're done here, congratulations. You need to go to slide number 31 for your last bit of work for the day. If you have one more choice to go, go to the slides directed for that choice. 
Have fun. Have a great rest of your day.